0: Log Talk
1: Radio. Good evening everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I'm Craig Martin coming to you live from Los Angeles on these hot Los Angeles days. Christina Martin is with me tonight, also in Los Angeles. How are you, my friend?
0: <laughs> I am doing good. I'm wearing a tank top. So that tells you how hot it is in April.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: But doing good.
1: I worked with someone just a little while ago in New York who was wearing a parka. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: right.
1: There's the range. There's the range. It's a little dry. I was reading, Christina, where we're having the West Coast, a drought that we haven't had, like sediment analysis indicates that the Southwest of the United States hasn't had a drought like this in 21,000 years.
0: Well, that's quite a long time. Wow. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, like, and it's dry. We had hardly any rain, and now it's in the 90s, and yeah, we all need to pay some special attention to... Uh, The way in which we're using resources and taking care of recycling and when we don't have to use a car and how efficient our cars are and things like that. We have to pay more attention to that. So um, tonight we're doing a show on Jupiter being in the exact same place as Neptune which doesn't really happen very often. It does It does happen about once every 11, let's say 12 two, six, huh? every 12 years, 12 to 13 mm-hmm. years, somewhere in there, Jupiter will conjunct mm-hmm. Neptune. Um, this seems like a big one though, because Neptune is in its ruling sign, don't you think?
0: Oh, yeah, it's a really big one. It's it's in its ruling sign and Jupiter also used to old school astrology rule Pisces as well. So we've got Good almost call. like double rulers here.
1: Good call. The 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 vibe should be quite hopeful, right? It should be like hope mixed with a higher level of love and compassion. The there should be a real emerg- emerging understanding of compassion, empathy. It should be a very positive experience, though, right? Because I think I think when you look at like the war in Ukraine, we have a lot of victims. We have a lot of victims there we know now going on. That's very sad. And Pisces mm-hmm. is connected to that to martyrdom mm-hmm. and victimhood. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. We don't
1: want our consciousness to have to be elevated that way, right? Like, that seems like such a harsh way to elevate our consciousness that, like, human beings will decide to stop killing each other because they'll kill so many of each other that they'll realize it's not a very nice thing to do.
0: (laughs) Sorry to laugh. Yes. No. That's 100% true. It's awful. We certainly don't want that. Certainly. No. No. Yeah.
1: But that's that's a one of the ways that we learn. And then so it's kind of a sad thing, but it is one of the ways that we learn through direct experience. It's hard to get away from this war, you know. It's not that we necessarily want to or should, but it is thankfully not being abandoned by the media so that we move on to, you know, our next shallow story about some you know Shallow news at the Academy Awards or something when something of this magnitude is really going on on the planet.
0: Yeah, a humanitarian mm. crisis. Yeah, exactly. There probably
1: are lots of humanitarian crises going on that are below the radar, things that we mm-hmm. don't even know about. But this one seems obvious and and quite big. And they were people just going about their daily lives. So I can see Jupiter and. Neptune conjunct in Pisces as it's getting so close and now we have you know this news out of the Ukraine that in fact the Russian army was particularly vicious and brutal and yeah i think that's one expression of this on on a global level right. is is to see martyrdom and and the and real um victimhood and the empathy and compassion that it's drawing out of such a large crowd.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's what I was going to say, too. There is there is a, a interesting element of, you know, our it's like a war on social media. First time being so connected, 24 hour news cycle on our phones, and our pockets, everywhere we look, not just turning on the TV when you get home after work. It's everywhere. So we have it so like in our faces and I feel like there's that's
1: another that's another expression of Jupiter conjunct Neptune is the the Mm. permeation of media because Pisces Mm -hmm. rules media.
0: So Mm -hmm. here we
1: have like the expansion of media into our environment. People already were glued people the coronavirus like caused people to go deeply within to the social media context because we didn't have real socializing <laughs> we didn't have, we didn't have real socializing so we had online socializing
0: right this like otherworldly socializing this like different prism of of reality that we were getting just through screens yeah Totally yeah. Neptune, totally Jupiter amplifying it. But I feel like there's also been a thread of um empathy and almost hope coming from Ukraine as well. I mean, for as big as Russia is. At least in the beginning, you know, with Zelensky and everything, it seems like
1: no, almost it's still, there.
0: It's right. still there.
1: It's still there. Yeah, today, like you know, we have our military going before Congress and doing like a public disclosure of what they, what the military thinks is going on over there, and the guy was like, "It's one of the greatest historic failures of all
0: time—the
1: mm. fact that Russia didn't take Kiev, mm-hmm. the fact that they weren't able to actually take the city of Kiev is." is like when you think about cuz there there is like a history of war and a history of military and mm. you know we know a little bit of it right we know we we know a little bit of it like say in our country we know like the battle of gettysburg or you know mm-hmm. like boston and things that happened there and lexington mm. and concord and things right so we know that we know like iwo jima we you know we know normandy right like mm-hmm. some we know pearl harbor those are mm. military historical events, right? Gettysburg. Yeah, battle. yeah, right, exactly. And and so there is, but there's a broader military history that you and I obviously, well, not obviously, I don't know whether you know anything about military history, but there's a <laughs> military history, like a deep military history of people who actually study military mm. historical events because they do shape and bend like yeah. societies. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So Incredible. When he said today that it was one of the greatest his military historical failures of all time, that yeah. was a pretty huge thing to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what the, the second uh, largest or second most capable military on the planet was not able to subdue an urban center
0: <gasps>
1: and take an urban capital which, like, in, in, you know, must be really disturbing the leader of Russia.
0: Yes. Yeah. I can uh, only imagine the fire and brimstone coming from that. But it's yeah. so interesting how large, uh, maybe that's a bit, a bit too, Jupiter and Neptune. It's like the large hope really big hope, like a really hopeful event, a really um, uh, an event that shows maybe how strong human will is or human spirit is in that sense of Ukrainians holding on. Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely. Mars and Saturn and Aquarius, they're doing a great job. And Unfortunately, we're sitting back and we're watching them because we don't feel like we can get involved. It's weird because, like, we can hand them our weapons, but we don't feel like we can get involved beyond that. Mm
0: -hmm. We can't
1: fly our own planes in with our own military members because then that would be us having a war with Russia. But we can... Mm -hmm quote-unquote, sell them weapons and let them fight with our weapons, but we can't actually fight alongside of them. It's very interesting military history, and I think it's a part of what we're seeing right now. And I think it is a part, obviously, of Jupiter conjunct Neptune. It is a part of it. It's supposed to be eliciting compassion. It's supposed to be bringing us to a higher level of love. sure because neptune is that higher octave of love that higher Mm -hmm. vibrational frequency of love and Mm -hmm. jupiter should only expand that what i what Mm -hmm. i i just opened up the book that shows where the planets are for the remainder Mm -hmm. of the month you know Mm
0: -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and
1: i noticed that actually venus which is at very early degrees of pisces it went into pisces Mm -hmm. since the last show is going to be conjunct Jupiter and Neptune right around April 28th. So Mm. not long, about three weeks from now, um, Venus will be also, Jupiter and Neptune will only be still at about 23 to 24 degrees Pisces. They'll only have moved up about one degree together. Uh And in three weeks, Neptune, uh, Venus will fully catch up and add what feels like a really high level of love. Right? oh so God, yeah. there could be some there could be some real beauty real beauty 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 divinity mm-hmm. um, emerging in this month of April so everybody be on the lookout for the way in which the divine will express itself through beauty selflessness compassion art and empathy for all of us this month it's it's definitely a strong vibe going on right now music, you're going to get in tune with music you're going to get in tune with art You you want to find a place where you can do some good in the world and feel like you're connected with other people making their suffering just a little bit more bearable it's a beautiful thing that's Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, soon to be Venus conjunct the two of them just gorgeous yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i know it's exciting
1: love is a good thing
0: oh yeah i'd say so well and it's interesting because i feel like neptune is is all of those things by itself but then with the jupiter add-on we amplify it and we add like meaning and value to it jupiter you know represents like a larger um you know human law or human identity okay we all know we don't murder each other that's the basic commonality that we have together these like larger perspective on the whole situation Uh, add in neptune's addition it is
1: truth the larger truth
0: the good the good for me is the good for you and the good for the world trickles down to be good for me also so there's like this loop the larger yeah bit. people
1: seem so far away from that right we seem we seem to have rebelled quite strongly against that i've been reading um, eckhart toll's the power of now which is a book that came out a few years ago but i'm rereading it i strongly recommend it to anybody who wants to have a greater understanding of spiritual truth um, and in it he talks about how we are all in pain and that we're all identified with our pain. And so that you can look at all of these different conflicts and um, and see that they're an expression of some level of pain, right? Either we don't feel important enough or we've been abused or, you know, whatever it is, let's say on a global level for Russia, Vladimir Putin and Russia needs to be in a great deal of pain in order to be able to be inflicting this much pain onto the Ukrainians and now mm. the Ukrainians are in this much pain and mm-hmm. any of us that are watching it happen are also in pain because we mm-hmm. can't imagine fathom anything like that happening to us or our homes or mm-hmm. that you know that 4 million people in the United States would have to flee as refugees to some nearby mm. country because something so horrible is happening. Right. Those of us that are aware that have any level of awareness can say like, wow, that's a really bad deal. Right. Ukraine. That's a mm-hmm. really bad deal. And what a shame. They looked like they had nice cities. They seem like they're pretty nice people. They kind of were minding their own business and boom. I can feel that. I wouldn't. I don't like getting the rug pulled out from underneath me. So I can feel that. So then I'm in pain because I can feel that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And anyway, the segue here is that um, that Eckhart Tolle talks about how we can also be so self-identified with the pain that we just continue to inflict it on each other rather than addressing the fact that it exists.
0: Mm. That's, that's
1: sort of the broader, more high elevated spiritual concept there in, in the book is it's one of them for sure. Is that, mm. that the collective pain that we all have and the fact that we're identified with it and that we want to continue to express it as fear, rage, guilt, Sadness and, and all these other negative things that we dump onto each other. Those, that pain, individually and collectively, is what's really damaging our ability to be happy on the planet.
0: Mm. That,
1: that, that because we're so self-identified with past hurt, with present hurt, with hurt mm-hmm. that we can't let go of. It's it's a complicated concept, but it's definitely good for Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces. I know mm-hmm. that's one reason why I'm back reading it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm lucky enough to have this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction be trying my sun in Scorpio at 22 degrees Scorpio. So I happen mm-hmm. to have a planet that's receiving very good energy from Jupiter-Neptune. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and it's, it's drawing me into deep things like rereading this book, which now, 20 years later, I'm really seeing at a different level of understanding about identi- identifying with false things, making our identity about something false, like hurts from the past that then create negative belief systems about ourselves, but we attach to them negative belief systems, because they were painful. So they must be us, right? If we were called a name, if we were called stupid, or, you know, or we were called the F word, or the N word, or, you know, whatever bad word, right? Mm-hmm. And then we, we internalize that word, and then we then become that, right? Mm-hmm. So then we have some belief, some negative, painful belief that we mm-hmm. are that thing this is a higher level of love i think is to be able to get in tune with the fact that those are false narratives just because mm-hmm. somebody might have belittled us or you know women get the s word right that's not nice mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. right and right and the and the b word and right And yet we hear it. And then maybe one day we wake up and we're 30 years old and we meet a cute guy and we go home and sleep with him. And then all of a sudden we're the S word because we've Mm -hmm. heard it so many times when we were when we were younger. And Mm -hmm. those beliefs are false attachments to the pain that got created then because we are not that simply because we have this residue of pain. That's so Pisces.
0: The res I mean, right yes the, yes the,
1: the, the, the residue the, of pain, the shame the... the guilt the shame the yeah. guilt the blame the martyrdom
0: well and That's... the like inability to have any type of boundary if you think about it the person that called you that name is really the person that was hurt themselves it wasn't you it probably had nothing to do with you but you internalize it and then take it with you for for so long. Yeah. Seated in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, identifying
1: it's with fascinating as a gay man and now, especially a gay man that has a child. It's so obvious to me that parents can be very afraid that their children will be gay and mm-hmm. that must get protected on the children so that then when they do actually see a classmate that might be gay they have mm-hmm. a lot of animosity towards that child because mm. their parents had animo- had fear that it could be them.
0: Mm. The line can go far. The line can well, go you, so far. Well, you think
1: about all those words, right? Same thing with girls, right? Parents are so afraid that their daughter is going to be like that. Then, of course, that the girl that is more comfortable sexually gets shamed for being that mm-hmm. way because... Right. It's because all the parents collectively projected onto the children. You won't be like that.
0: I'm so afraid of so then the children.
1: The children are just happy to call it out when they see it within their own, you know, their own school, their own grade, in their own mm-hmm. peer group, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, and then, right? And then, and then project that pain that they had within their own family, that somehow they might not be loved.
0: Mm -hmm. The fear. That's a a really big one.
1: The fear. I might not be loved by mom and dad if I turn out this way. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So then go to school, see someone who's, quote, unquote, turned out that way, and Uh that person is
0: unlovable. Right. Right. And deserves the the shame and pain that you get from your parents if you were to be like that. Correct. I'm very unconscious,
1: very unconscious very. Because, par- because parents are so afraid.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it just is really pertinent They're so
1: afraid that it'll be their child who experiences that pain. <laughs> They're so so afraid that it's going to be their child that experiences that pain, that they create pain for them surrounding being it or not being it. It's really, (laughs) really fascinating to me about how, because when when you look at little kids, real little kids, because certainly I've been involved in the school system since pre-K, it doesn't exist at all. Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist. It doesn't exist amongst the children at all at age mm-hmm. 3, 4, 5, 6, seven. Second grade, not really. Mm-hmm. starts to maybe show up third grade, fourth grade, where um, they start gaining a greater sense of their identity and their separateness from others and their differences.
0: Right. Their differences, which right, is, right,
1: right. What, which is what Pisces is supposed to be dissolving.
0: The differences, right? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you uh, from one angle, all your life, you uh, all all of the comments that have felt a little hurtful, or a little off, or a, a little um, shameful somehow towards you. So many I'm sure, just even passing by a world's really filled with them, filled with everybody that are, that's like that that's in pain, and
1: women get threatened all the time just by men making comments,
0: right right yeah. and
1: that's a that's a threat to their safety, mhm, which is pain, mhm, right It's pain, like it's very painful to be afraid, mhm. Right? Very painful to be afraid. Fear is painful.
0: Yes. Fear is painful. Fear is painful. And fear is well, very lonely too.
1: Totally, Tolly says that he would have chosen the word fear, but he thinks that the word pain is more is more of a understandable condition. Right? Mm. Like that that they're very connected, fear and pain. But Pain, we can understand as I'm hurting. If I'm afraid, I'm definitely hurting.
0: Mm -hmm. If I'm
1: emotionally in pain, right? Fear, anger is also Mm -hmm. pain.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And guilt. Painful.
1: Yeah. We're so full of it. We're so full of it, and and yet this higher level of Pisces is, I think, supposed to be getting us all to have some comprehension of the fact that we're all in that same boat.
0: Hmm. Yeah, comprehension. I do really like that word, comprehension, because it's Jupiter too. There's something to do with like learning about it or higher truth, truth, awareness. Yeah. Higher awareness. truth. Awareness.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the higher truth of universal pain and universal love and the fact that the two of those things exist in the same environment. You can get both from the same person, your hey. mother, you know, your father. You can feel so much love and so much pain from them. hmm Simply because they're human, mm-hmm. and yet no one teaches us that the pain is is the part that we don't really have to identify with. I think that's the mm-hmm. leap there. The leap mm-hmm. is that we identify with the pain because if we don't, then it goes away, and it doesn't want to. Mm. It, doesn't
0: it doesn't want to. to.
1: It wants to be fed. Of so course. it does this ingenious thing and it has you believe that you are your pain.
0: To stay I alive.
1: I know. It's so funny. So funny. So it's creepy almost.
0: <laughs> I know. I could just, misery loves company, right? That's the same. We've had forever.
1: And it's getting worse. Mm. That's, that's, I think, part of the problem is that it's actually getting worse. Like our collective pain, fear, resources, limitation, so much fear of um, safety, right? It's so easy to tap into safety fears. Oh, yeah. Whether it's resources, immigration, disease war very uh-huh. very great right. and once housing. you tap into that right uh-huh. housing employment money poverty homelessness uh-huh. homelessness is so in everybody's face in the cities
0: uh-huh.
1: right so the positive side of it all the positive uh-huh. side what we can reach for is we can reach for the empathy that we have for ourselves we have to have some empathy for ourselves and the fact that we've been conditioned and attached to our pain for so long you know as astrologers christina i had this thought so many people they either like don't want to go to see an astrologer like why would i want to know what the future is about right or they really want to go, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it, which is funny because, you know, my practice is not really based on prediction. It's based on self-understanding. So that's what we're mostly teaching at the school. And even though prediction is a fun part of astrology, it's really not what it's about. It's about self-understanding. And yet on both sides why would somebody want to come and see us so that they can be fretful of the next bad transit that's going to happen to them so that they can be afraid, right? Or conversely, why would somebody want to stick their head in the sand so that they actually don't deal with something that might be coming up that could be causing them some level of grief, but they will go into it in a completely unprepared way? You know, that's how I feel about prediction. I feel like prediction is about... <laughs> Prediction is about, like, how can I capitalize on the good stuff and minimize the bad stuff, not how can I sit in terror waiting for the next shoe to drop?
0: And uh-huh. and
1: I know so many people that would use astrology to anticipate their next fearful event.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, our brains just go right to it. They really are wired. Because feed on it. Cause- yeah.
1: Right, because of the pain body and how it wants to stay alive. So let's not use astrology for that. Let's use it for self-understanding like we are tonight.
0: Compassion for ourselves.
1: If you want to know more about me or Christina, which of course you do, (laughs) you can find us at Sage of Stars on all platforms or at sageofstars.com. If you want to learn astrology, we have a new beginner class starting on April 15th please write us through the school, Los Angeles Astrology School, to find out more. We'll look forward to seeing you there. We're closed next week. The show will not be going on next week on the 13th, but we'll be back on the 20th of April, and we'll see you then. Have a
0: good night. Bye-bye.